Welcome to the Garnet and Old Show. No inside info, no contacts, no problem. It is not 7 o'clock. Normally, we stream live every Tuesday from 7 o'clock, but we did a little pre-recorded episode for all of you uh, airing ahead of time because uh, Vince specifically will be at a baseball game, a Florida State baseball game, um, at uh, 6 o'clock, I think, so an hour before the show would normally air. So we decided we didn't want to skip a show. We believe in providing you guys a show every week. Uh, so Vince, how are you doing? And tell us a little bit about your uh, your plans for tonight. The plans for tonight are the recovery plans from the original game that's supposed to happen. I don't know when when that was, Ryan. It was in March, I think, maybe. Uh, the game got rained out, and they postponed it till tonight, May 2nd, and the game is at 6 o'clock. So I appreciate, you, Ryan, you being able to do this early, and I appreciate all the listeners and the watchers out there. Uh, giving Ryan and I a little grace today because we need to go, or at least I need to go cheer, uh, cheer on the Knolls. Ryan will not be there tonight. Uh, Ryan has some prior uh, husband duties to take care of. Absolutely, and nothing uh, too dirty, I promise you that. But let's get on with the show because I can tell you that you know last week, uh, I just want to say thank you for anyone who was new to the show that had not watched before. Really thank you guys for watching. We had, um, I would say, four times the normal listeners uh, last week, mainly because we had Greg Swam, Swami on from... Um, as a special guest talking about conference realignment, which was a huge topic and still is a huge topic. We don't have any updates to provide from that story, but I think it got the conversation going and a lot of new listeners uh, did listen in on the show and on the podcast after we posted it on all podcasting services. So thank you everyone who did join last week as a first time, please like subscribe, share, comment, all that fun stuff. Um, you can find us all our uh, Garnet old on Facebook, Garnet old on Twitter, on YouTube, on all podcast services, please like and subscribe. It's the only way that we get new people to listen who have not uh, watched or listened to our show before. So thank you. But Vince, um, other than that, we have some some news. The portal has closed, Vince. Yeah, the portal has closed, and um, you know we we've been we've been living the right side of the portal for a real long time, and 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 we needed to. Um, you know, our roster was not what it needed to be. Some would say that our roster was a bit in the shambles department. Um, but, you know, you have to rely on uh, the portal at that point. Um, and, and now we're starting, to, we're starting to see the other side of the portal, Ryan, where uh, we're seeing some players that we know their names mm-hmm. are departing the program and going to, you know, what they deem to be greener pastures somewhere else. And um, this is not, you know, I mean, this, I'm not surprised by this, Ryan. I know you're not surprised by this, but, but, you know, when we talk about fandom, we're talking about fanatics and which I love, you know, and, and because of that, when you see, you know, everybody wants to see the guys coming in, like who are we getting from the portal? But as soon as you see names saying, I'm going into the portal, people think it's only a one way street and it's not, Um, you know, and just because, you know, I'll be a little philosophical here, Ryan, just because um, just because a player is leaving Florida State to go to a different team does not mean that Florida State wasn't the right place for that team for for that player at that time. 
Um, and, and so whatever happened during their time here, they got better, they developed. Uh, but at this point, they want to move on. So absolutely, go, you know, go be great. That's what they all say. Go be great. Go ball out. Go, you know, go do what you need to do. Um, because they felt like they would not get that chance here. I feel like, Ryan, they're not going to get that chance, or they feel like they're not going to get that chance here because our roster is no longer in a shambles. Yeah. I mean, I, Vince, I think about, uh, do you think that Arizona State fans expected, uh, were so thrilled that Johnny Wilson uh, left the team and then saw him perform last year? Do you think that half of South Carolina's roster uh, you know, ending up at Florida State and, and you know, producing, uh, you know, it happens to every team. Every team has uh, talent, and it's usually the same uh, story. It's someone who is very talented, who maybe has measurables, like right size, hands, whatever it is, speed, uh, but maybe they're a little bit younger. Um, maybe they're a freshman, redshirt freshman, and there's already upperclassmen on that team, and they're want- they want to play, and they want to play – right now and they want to be the featured player right now so the good news about the portal the thing i like about it is before if you wanted to transfer what if it wasn't a hardship you had to sit out a year so it kind of defeated the purpose if you wanted early playing time unless you had a problem with the coaching staff you might as well back in the day you, you might as well just stick around because you're gonna have to burn suck it up but now if you are that talented and you really believe yourself to be that talented you can transfer and you can play right away. Uh, and, and there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Now there are risks. If you do put yourself into the portal thinking that you are amazing and the team takes you off the roster, uh, you know, all that stuff. Well, there's no guarantee that you get picked up. And even if you do get picked up, it might not be by the caliber of program that you expected to call uh, when you win it. Now, the pessimistic side of myself, the narcissist uh, of col- narcissism of college football, I tend to believe that most of the elite-ish players that enter the portal have a wink and a nod from a college already. But I'm sure that there are players out there that think they are amazing, and maybe they will be, but right now they're not. And they put their name in the portal, and their name stays in the portal. And then they end up at some uh, you know, community college or lower-tier school and that happens all the time. But yeah, I've, I've no, no problems at all with any player that wants to um, play right away, you know, be featured like Johnny Wilson was here last year. I mean, Johnny Wilson was a fine, I guess, player, Arizona State. He was not really featured, had some nice little moments, but he was not a uh, an All-American. And now we're on uh, mm-hmm. season magazines, people talking about Johnny Wilson being the number one receiver much less possibly in the ACC. So uh, mm-hmm. that can happen. And I actually encourage mm-hmm. who, who think that they can do better elsewhere. They, they should. I mean, it's a risk that they take and, and hopefully they have the right people around them, guiding them and giving them, you know, feedback. Um, I, I think that that's not always, I mean, I know that's not always the yeah. case. I know that there are, and when you're talking about athletes, you're talking about uh, a great high possibility of, of people hanging on to the coattails there yeah. and trying to make a buck and trying to, you know, not, not always giving these young men the greatest advice. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of nefarious to a lot of degree, but yeah, you go into the portal. There's no, there's no guarantee a, a team is going to pick you up. There's no guarantee that a team of the caliber that you want is going to pick you up. And then if, if something does not come to fruition, 
there are many schools out there that say, once you go into the portal, we are no longer obligated to honor your scholarship and or even accept you back into the program. So it is a big risk to take. And um, but like I said, I mean, all's fair, right? We're going to take a lot of great players. Oh, one one thing I I wanted to mention when you're saying, you know, some guys that, you know, maybe didn't didn't think that they were getting the, you know, the pub that they needed here or whatever. I think that a lot of it comes down to, you know, who, who gets the best out of the type of player they are. Yeah. And, and there is a lot of growth that happens from, you know, a high school senior to, you know, junior senior in college, both mentally, physically learning the game. And also, you know, just like, just like when you're a parent, just like when you're a teacher, not all your kids are going to progress in the same rapid way. And, and just because, you know, I'm a great teacher for this type of kid, I may not be the best type of teacher for this type of kid. And maybe, maybe the best thing is for that player to go to a place where the coaching more adapts to that particular player's style of learning. Um, I, I, I hate to see anybody go just because once someone wears the colors, I want to, I want to um, cheer for them and, and, and call them mine, you know, from the beginning to the end. Um, but, but, you know, that's not the way the world works. And, uh, and so they're going to go on. So um, yeah, the portal is what the talk's all been about. Yeah. And um, we knew Ryan, by the way, we knew that there was going to be quite a few, we didn't know specifically, but we knew numbers were going to leave because of the scholarship uh, limit. So teams can only carry 85 and we were over for quite a while. And I believe we're under now. Yeah. We're under. Um, Yeah. So I think we're under, I think we're about 80. And I think I read somewhere that it'd be 81 if a certain wide receiver uh, joins the team. Yeah. Um, But so that leaves us four spots available uh, for anything that may happen over the course of the rest of the summer. Sure. And one thing I do want to, um, I think, clear up, I think there was some confusion for some people around um, how the portal works. Um, when the portal closes, that just means new players can't enter the portal. Correct. Um, it doesn't mean that we can't still go out and get portal. I, I think I saw a lot of people on the message boards saying, well, you know, we didn't even grab anyone before the portal deadline. It's not a, it's not the deadline for us getting people to, and the deadline for them joining the portal. So there are several players, and, including some, some really interesting prospects that are hometown Florida kids that uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we have a good, pretty good shot at landing. And, and the good news about that is if you look on the short list of what schools those, those people are considering, there's Alabama's in there and, and Georgia's and, but they happen to live in Florida and be from Florida. So that always is helpful when someone lives uh, in Gadsden County or, or something like that. Um, chances are they have family there. Chances are it would be, um, much easier for them to come play college football there. So, but listen, I, I do. Go we're ahead. far enough. We're far enough along the climb at this point where yeah. um, when someone goes into the portal and they are an elite player, we are going to get our fair share of them again. Yeah. So I don't, at this point, I don't care who else they're considering. Yeah. I, I consider us to be a primetime player in any, in any, any portal person, any high school player that we, you know, are going to put the time in on, on if we're going to put the time in on. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And, and again, I think we will fill some needs. Let's talk about needs for a little bit. I think, 
it's very likely we get um, uh, a linebacker, a defensive lineman, maybe a corner, a safety, and maybe a wide receiver. The wide receiver, we already kind of know who that is, uh, you know, being the the golden goose that has been long since rumored to be joining FSU forever. Uh, I dare not speak his name because I do not want to jinx it, but the unicorn, right? Uh, but there, there are, I think we have a need at linebacker, defensive end, and safety. Um, I think the, the best transfer that happened for Florida State, I believe is probably a Travis J who had all the measurables. Like, I mean, super talented, five-star, prospect out of high school came here i mean we were when he signed i remember the first offseason like everyone was on travis j watch as far as like him in practice and everything and it just never clicked to that level like he just never became the player that we wanted him to be but it might be maybe it's a system thing maybe it's a coaching thing and whatever it is so i wish him the best of luck but what that does do i feel like because uh, we lost him and uh was it ontarius uh, um what's the uh, player name um um, there you go. Marion Cooper. Um, yeah. If those player had, players had stayed, we might have just rolled with what we had because both of those were backup players for our starting safe, uh, safeties. I'm actually kind of happy they didn't because I do feel like based on what we're seeing in the portal on potential players that are interested in coming here, we're going to be looking at an upgrade situation over those players. Um, I'm not sure necessarily if there's a defensive end that I'm aware of that is necessarily an upgrade from what we have. I think we have a really strong um, starting defense line. I think it's more about depth. So I expect anyone we do find at that position will just be a, a nice piece or someone who's looking to play at a bigger school, maybe moving up in the ranks. Um, and then from a linebacker perspective, I think we'll take almost any help. Like, you know, just to kind of solidify that someone who has maybe some good power five experience, maybe played at another you know, a power five school. Um, what do you think, Vince? Yeah. Yeah. I think just for everybody that's listening to this, I've thrown a visual up on the screen that has a listing of uh, outgoing portal players. How far back does this go, Ryan? Uh, two years. Two years. So, so I have a list on the screen of, of all the players that have departed the program through the portal uh, transferred out in the last two years. And there are uh, maybe 20 here. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think safety, just because, um, you know, we've had two defensive backs, you know, leave. Um, and, and like you said, you know, Duke Cooper um, showed tons of promise his first year, had a little bit of a sophomore slump, and then I think he got hurt too. But uh, it's a great example. Like, I mean, he, some people passed him on the depth chart and, and, and he wasn't okay with that. So I guess so, you know, it's time – Time to move on. Travis J, um, you know, all the measurables, just like, just like you said. And, uh, but, but that leaves us thin there. That leaves us thin. So the painful, you know, one, I think we both agree, right? I mean, it's Micah Pittman. I mean, yeah, I, I, that one hurt my heart a little bit just from a fan perspective. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I don't fault him in a way, you know, he, I don't know how much he was going to play this year anyway because of the injury. And by the time he heals up, yeah. Um, then what? I mean, I don't know. He, if he would have healed up, he was going to play this season. You know, yeah, there are people on this list that are like, who, like some of these players, I'm honestly like, I don't know. Yeah. 
know them from. I mean, I know all the names. Yeah, you know the names, but they weren't dear to your heart. But I would say like a Micah Pittman, uh, Treshawn Ward, definitely from last year when he left, um, just because of his story and coming from being a, a preferred walk on to a, a scholarship player. And then you know I'm gonna, yeah I, I, honestly like I'm I like Damari Gainer just because he was an old guy, uh, but he wasn't yeah. right for our system. You know what what, the, what we're looking for him to do what our linebackers need to do in the system, it's just not a fit. So I think all of these were, most of these are fit problems. Micah Pittman was just a, um, we have so much talent returning and maybe another talent coming in that I think he kind of saw that. And and listen, even if you look at last year's numbers, he had some big moments, like individual moments where there's, especially in the bowl game and everything. But to be honest with you, he was averaging only like four, four to five catches a game. It wasn't some, you know, Megatron out there just catching everything that came his way. He's he was a good slot receiver, and we have a bunch of slot receivers on our team right now. So, what you're really yeah, I, I just for is uh, someone to, you know, Johnny Wilson, who will be the opposite end of that, right? I'm just saying, like, not everybody's going to be you. That's the that that's what a wide receiver one means. There's only one. Yeah, there's only one wide receiver two. You know what I'm saying? So. Micah Pittman was not going to be that, but he wasn't yeah. that anyway. So that's what I'm saying. I was a little confused by that. So I think the injury has something to do with that. I just, yeah. you know, again, like I said earlier, all these guys were Knowles and they were right for Florida State for the time. Yeah. But for some reason, they are no longer right for the time. Amari Gaynor, same thing. Like, he, we, we needed him at the time. And he loved know, He was State. here. And he loved Florida State. So, you know, it, 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 it is, it is kind of comical to see a number of these people show up in Tallahassee West. But, you know, it's also, you know, it is kind of sad to see them move on. Uh, but, you know, again, the roster every year is getting, you know, the floor is raising every year. And, and there's not a lot of room for, um, for, you know, people just being average Joes. Not, yeah. not that those guys were. And other than uh, you know the portal closing, not a whole lot of news going on. You know we're starting to enter the the quiet part of the season now. The good news is it's officially May, so Vince, we are less than two months away from ACC kickoffs. I mean, we're in July. We're going to be in ACC kickoffs and uh, talking a lot about that. And then we're right into fall camp, and so for the next maybe um, maybe I would say six to seven shows. You know, we'll kind of be doing a lot of, I think, preview work and talking about the upcoming season, what we're excited about, maybe some side Tallahassee topics, which will be fun. Uh, but Pick on some that, rivals. Yeah. Other than that, though, um, Vince, I know you're excited to go see the team tonight. What do you what do you expect to see out of the team? <laughs> I mean, here's what I expect to see, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I expect the team to get out to an early lead and then get blown out. Yeah. That's how it goes. So... Right? <laughs> That's how it's been going. So, um, and it's a, it stinks that it's against the Gators, but uh, if my team's going to be in town here, I'm going to go watch them play. So, um, so that'll be tonight. And hey, if we pull out a victory, all the better. Um, but it's a great place to see a game, and it's uh, and it's always great to watch your team play. So, so that's where we'll be tonight. I'm looking forward to it, and I am actually glad that it starts at six rather than seven. Yeah, um, that means uh, this old man was the old part of Garnet and Old gets to get home at an at an earlier time. Isn't that nice? Anytime I look at movies now in the weekdays, 
you know, I used to be all good about going uh, to a seven thirty or eight o'clock show, and I'm like, is there anything like maybe like five forty five that like I can leave for matinee? Work? Yeah, go right there. Like that. That's my jam now. Getting home at eight thirty from a movie is is my preferred uh, method. And on the weekends, Vince, I am a I'm an eleven a.m. movie guy. Like when the movie oh, there you go. Over. Yeah, you eat a bucket or two of uh, popcorn, and then that's yeah. your dinner for the rest of the day. So speaking of dinner, um, uh, you know. I'm sure you're going to have some good, maybe some ballpark, maybe a little hot dog action. They won't have register sausage like Tallahassee did. No, they won't. Uh, I'm not much of a hot dog guy. I will have a beer or three, but um, you know, that's, I'm not, I'm not sure what the food thing is going to be like. It's jumbo shrimp. Maybe. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, other than that, uh, everyone, again, thank you for, for following us and listening on. If you're new to the show again, tell your friends about it. Uh, like subscribe we do a show every single week on tuesdays and as we get closer to the season we'll have some live events going on some post and pre-game on all four state games so uh, you know keep an eye on gar and old i think we're we're on to something and we're and we're getting bigger every year and uh um, really starting to to have some some people enjoy listening to us over the last three years it's been a, a climb one percent better every day so that's right it's uh, been a climb we, we also uh have we'll have some news uh probably next month that we might appear on another podcast show talking college football or an NFSU in general, but we'll have more news on that uh, when, it, when it comes other than that though, another garden old show, which means another show of no inside info, no contacts, okay. which isn't a problem. It isn't a problem. No problem. And uh, Ryan, thanks for again, doing this a little early tonight. Yep. And uh, if, the, if anybody's going to the game tonight, uh, that's uh, watching the show here, you know, the hat, so it will come not say be hi. televised. It will not be televised. And um and we'll see everybody next week. Tell all your friends. Garnet and old go Knowles. SEC, Florida State, Florida State, your brothers, your team, your heartbeat. We some dogs, we ain't no puppies. <laughs>